0: Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 78. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Tilt your ears towards the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a proverb. I'll declare riddles from days long gone. Ones that we've heard and learned about. Ones that our ancestors told us. We won't hide them from their descendants, we'll tell the next generation all about the praise due the Lord and his strength, the wondrous works God has done. He established a law for Jacob and set up instruction for Israel, ordering our ancestors to teach them to their children. This is so that the next generation and children not yet born will know these things. And so they can rise up and tell their children to put their hope in God, never forgetting God's deeds, but keeping God's commandments. And so that they won't become like their ancestors, a rebellious, stubborn generation, a generation whose heart wasn't set firm and whose spirit wasn't faithful to God. The children of Ephraim, armed with bows, retreated on the day of battle. They didn't keep God's covenant, they refused to walk in his instruction. They forgot God's deeds as well as the wondrous works he showed them. But God performed wonders in their ancestors' presence, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. God split the sea and led them through, making the water stand up like a wall. God led them with the cloud by day, by the lightning all through the night. God split rocks open in the wilderness, gave them plenty to drink, as if from the deep itself. God made streams flow from the rock, made water run like rivers, but they continued to sin against God, rebelling against the Most High in the deserts. They tested God in their hearts, demanded food for their stomachs. They spoke against God. Can God set a dinner table in the wilderness, they asked? True, God struck the rock and water gushed and streams flowed, but can he give bread too? Can he provide meat for his people? When the Lord heard this, he became furious. A fire was ignited against Jacob. Wrath also burned against Israel because they had no faith in God, because they didn't trust his saving power. God gave orders to the sky above, opened heaven's doors, and rained manna on them so they could eat. He gave them the very grain of heaven. Each person ate the bread of the powerful ones. God sent provisions to satisfy them. God set the east wind moving across the skies and drove the south wind by his strength. He rained meat on them as if it were dust in the air. He rained as many birds as the sand on the seashore. God brought the birds down in the center of their camp, all around their dwellings. So they ate and were completely satisfied. God gave them exactly what they had craved. But they didn't stop craving, even with the food still in their mouths so god's anger came up against them he killed the most hardy of them he cut down israel's youth in their prime but in spite of all that they kept sinning and had no faith in god's wondrous works so god brought their days to an end like a puff of air and their years in total ruin but whenever god killed them they went after him they would turn and earnestly search for god they would remember that god was their rock that the most high was their redeemer but they were just flattering him with lip service They were lying to him with their tongues. Their hearts weren't firmly set on him. They weren't faithful to his covenant. But God, being compassionate, kept forgiving their sins, kept avoiding destruction. He took back his anger so many times, wouldn't stir up all his wrath. God kept remembering that they were just flesh, just breath that passes and doesn't come back. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Judges, chapter 7, verses 1-18. through Then Jerubel, that is Gideon, and all of the people with him rose early and set up camp beside the Herod's spring. Midian's camp was north of theirs in the valley by the Moray hills. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many people on your side. If I were to hand Midian over to them, the Israelites might claim credit for themselves rather than for me, thinking we saved ourselves. So now announce to the people's hearing, Anyone who is afraid or unsteady may return home from Gideon's mountain. At this, 22,000 people went home, and 10,000 were left. The Lord said to Gideon, There are still too many people. Take them down to the water, and I will weed them out for you there. Whenever I tell you this one will go with you, he should go with you. But whenever I tell you this one won't go with you, he should not go. So he took the people down to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, Set aside those who lapped the water with their tongues as a dog laps from those who bend down on their knees to drink. The number of men who lapped was three hundred, and all the rest of them bent down on their knees to drink water with their hands to their mouths. Then the Lord said to Gideon, With the three hundred men who lapped, I will rescue you and hand over the Midianites to you. Let everyone else go home. So the people gathered their supplies and trumpets, and Gideon sent all the Israelites home, but kept the 300. Now Midian's camp was below Gideon in the valley. That night, the Lord said to him, Get up and attack the camp, because I've handed it over to you. But if you're afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant Pura, and you'll hear what they are saying. May you then get the courage to attack the camp. So he went down with his servant and to the outpost of the armies that were in the camp, The Midianites, Amalekites, and other Easterners were spread across the valley like a swarm of locusts. Their camels were too many to count like the grains of sand on the seashore. Just when Gideon arrived, there was a man telling his friend about a dream. He said, Get this, I had a dream that a loaf of barley bread was rolling into the Midianite camp. It came to a tent and hit it, and the tent collapsed. In fact, it rolled the tent over upside down so it fell flat. His friend replied, "Can this be anything other than the sword of the Israelite Gideon, Joash's son? God has handed over Midian and its entire camp to him." When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its meaning, he worshiped. Then he went, returned to the Israelite camp and said, "Get up, the Lord has handed over the Midianite camp to you." He divided the 300 men into 3 units and equipped each man with a trumpet and an empty jar with a torch inside each jar. "Now watch me," he ordered. And do what I do, when I get to the outposts of the camp, do just what I do. When I blow the trumpet along with all who are with me, then you blow the trumpets, all of you surrounded, surrounding the whole camp, and then shout for the Lord and for Gideon. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Peter and John were going up to the temple at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The established prayer time. Meanwhile, a man crippled since birth was being carried in. Every day, people would place him at the temple gate known as the Beautiful Gate, so he could ask money from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he began to ask them for a gift. Peter and John stared at him. Peter said, look at us. So the man gazed at them, expecting to receive something from them. Peter said, I don't have any money, but I will give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, rise up and walk. Then he grasped the man's right hand and raised him up. At once, his feet and ankles became strong. Jumping up, he began to walk around. He entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the same one who used to sit at the temple's beautiful gate asking for money. They were filled with amazement and surprise at what had happened to him. While the healed man clung to Peter and John, all the people rushed toward them at Solomon's porch, completely amazed. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 19-28. through This is John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, "'Who are you?' John confessed. He didn't deny, but confessed, "'I'm not the Christ.' They asked him, Then who are you? Are you Elijah? John said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? John answered, No. They asked, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied, I am a voice crying out in the wilderness. Make the Lord's path straight, just as the prophet Isaiah said. Those sent by the Pharisees asked, Why do you baptize if you aren't the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered, I baptize with water. Someone greater stands among you whom you don't recognize. He comes after me, but I'm not worthy to untie his sandal straps. This encounter took place across the Jordan in Bethany, where John was baptizing.
1: For my waking breath, for my daily breath, I depend on you, I depend on you for the sun to rise, for my sleep. I depend on you, I depend on you, you're the way, the truth and the life, you're the well that never runs dry, I'm the branch and you are the vine. Draw me close and teach me to abide when the spirit leaves, as I am far. night. Be my all, my treasure, my prize. I'm yours, forever you're mine. Draw me close and teach me to abide. I am rest I depend on you I di Draw me close and teach me to abide. Draw me close and teach me to abide. Draw me close and teach me to abide.
0: For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words out of Psalm 78, reflecting on the Exodus story. God led his own people out like sheep, guiding them like a flock in the wilderness. God led them in safety. They were not afraid, but the sea